Hello, everyone. This is Dead with the Get Killed or Die Trying podcast. We are, uh, I'm with a f- couple of people here with me. I have a couple of friends and clan members from all types of places, nationalities, and interesting kind of things. Uh, I'm going ha- to go down the list. <laughs> I'm going to go down the list and I'm going to have them introduce themselves, put out their Twitter, Gram, socials, their Twitches, anything they want to say, and have them give an opening statement for the day. Uh, let me start with Happy. Happy Karma, introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Happy Karma. I am just Happy Karma on YouTube. So. Well, any opening statement, bro? No, no opening statement. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like I shit. Can you go on the list? Debate club. <laughs> Debate it. Keep going. Keep going down the list. Statement. Keep nah. going. Nah. He's like, I'm that pumpkin back. Give me the pumpkin. I am goose. Oh my god. <laughs> Kim. Uh, you, oh my god. Kim, you want to give your opening statement for the day, if you can, and introduce yourself. I'm literally Kimlicious27 on anything. That's me. Hello. Any opening statements or anything? Oh. I already said it. I am Goose. Hear me roar. Alrighty then, guys. Um, <sighs> This is already interesting. This is the first episode, so of course give us any... Give us some relief. Uh, on anything like that. That's mine. Get back. <laughs> give back. Uh, feedback. Feedback. Yeah, please give us nice feedback. Please. Uh, cat. Otherwise, oh, it's Catzilla. Give out your Instagram, not your Instagram, your Twittergram, socials, your Twitch, and a nice little opening statement. Um, my Twitch is Cat the Cat Lady. The first cat is with a K, mm-hmm. and my YouTube is Catzilla in brackets and uh thick thighs save lives true very true i, I can dick size save okay. <laughs> dick size it's can't a save a life though it could definitely take one though it can take a <laughs> life too and last but definitely not least uh poo would you like to give your old, your little introduction any link to Twitter, Gram, socials, anything like that that the that the wonderful people can follow you on? Um, well, you can follow me on Facebook, um, but I'm not going to give you my my government name right now until I get acquainted into this whole situation here. <laughs> However, you can uh, add me on a uh, PlayStation here, Pua underscore ESB um, underscore nine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am Pooh. Uh, I am just the dude. That's playing a dude disguised as another dude. And um, <laughs> my statement that I'm going to have today will be um, Thick Thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Just Thick Thighs? Just like this, bro. Ooh, this man is ripping me. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, that's Great. just a good statement right there, dog. I can't. Shit. And I got to give you kudos for. Clap. Slow you. clap for cat. Slow cap cap for <laughs> no cap, but slow cap for cat. Yeah, for no real. cap at all. Hey. But 
the way this is going to work and the way this will work hopefully in the future is we have a list of topics gathered by everyone who is here today. Um, and we're going to run through them and have a little bit of conversation uh, just about life, video games and anime, just some all around stuff. Just it, this should be in my own opinion, when you should listen to this, you should listen to this when you ain't got shit to do. You bored out your mind and you want to giggle about dumb shit for the next hour and a half. But that only brings me to my first topic and first conversation. Uh, this was brought to us by Happy Karma, a wonderful, wonderful yeah, man. Yeah, I want to start off with uh, favorite movies of 2019. And I'm just going to list them off because I know, I know you guys aren't going to go back and look it up. So. <laughs> he's like i know you're not gonna look at these 100 yeah, percent. so there was i got our next page up like right now <laughs> so there was uh once upon a time in hollywood with leo dicaprio and brad pitt and then there was avengers endgame there was the irishman that just came out on netflix hobbs and shaw you know yeah, yeah. uh toy story 4 Midsummer and the farewell. I'm just listing these off. If you hear anyone you like, just oh, like know. movies that oh. release in 2019. Oh, bro, you're right. I mean, I stopped you at Endgame right now, dog. Straight up, low key, <laughs> phenomenal. Low key, like when I watch, I watch Endgame super late, so I didn't understand all the hype. When I watched that movie for the first time, I was like, this is honestly one of the best endings of an arc, like just made, and it was written so beautifully. like it was written with love. The only thing that like I didn't like and I feel was unnecessary was the death of Tony Stark. That was the only thing I feel like was unnecessary. Spoiler like, alert. Oh, for any of I those mean, who haven't watched, spoiler alert. Yes, I mean, like, <laughs> honestly, um, it's the end of the year. If you haven't seen Endgame, that's your fault. It's on Netflix. That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> that that's your fault. Anyway. Or like Disney Plus, Disney Plus and Thrust. But look, this is Disney Plus and Thrust. Disney Plus the Thrust. So look, so Endgame ended, and Endgame ended with leaving Tony Stark's daughter uh, fatherless. Uh, it basically how old is she? She was like six. She was she young. old enough. She, <laughs> she, can, she can definitely cook a sandwich, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's not burning no, the house down. No, it's like some real fashion, though. Uh, the girl who played Tony Stark's daughter uh, in the movie got hate mail from grown-ass adults. What the for fuck? what? Because uh, she's a kid, obviously, and she has family. They're at a park, and you're like, okay, cool. Um, they were just playing. They're being kids. They're just playing. And I guess fans walked up and wanted to get a picture. And the mom was like, I'm sorry, but no, my kids are playing. Let them be normal kids. And apparently people took that as, oh, they're snobby rich people. Why the Bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, straight up said she didn't care about her fans. Like, care about her fans. She's a kid. Boundaries. If you a fan of a six year old to that extent, I'm sorry, but you a pedophile. That's like that's that's the same dudes on on like r slash neckbeards who's like loving some reels. Oh god. Also Drake. Also, no, we're not. Drake is not a pedophile, bro. (laughs) He's making hotline blings on the on the regular, so I don't. 
He's not like on at midnight calling up Millie Bobby Brown. Like, hey, he hey bro, you don't, you don't He's know under that, age. Bro. You don't know that, bro. Oh my god, he's a child right now, dog. Like, yo, this is all right. This is what I personally feel. This is how I personally feel. I Why feel not like an R. Kelly. Come on, no, no, hold on, hold on. This Definitely is how I R. Kelly. But... He's a, he's like he's like a soft core R. Kelly. He's not an R. Kelly. <laughs> this is how I personally feel about the situation. Soft core R. Kelly. This is how I personally feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can I can I speak? Yeah, bro. Yeah, can bro. I speak? Can lay, I speak? It the, lay it on the table, dog. Just put it right there, dog. On the table. So that was my dick. Whoa, calm down. Let, let so, him put his <laughs> let this man let this man go in real quick. I want to hear him. So Drake, Drake is a very famous celebrity. He's an extremely famous celebrity. He's famous to the point where controversy just follows him. It just follows you, regardless. You know whose phone number I'm like guessing other people on Stranger Things like have. Like there is a bunch of dudes out there who probably have the uh, one of the white kids' phone numbers out there. One of the white dudes' phone numbers, and it's not weird. It's not weird at all. True, but if we're talking True. about overstaying your welcome, Kanye would have been called out for this shit a long ass time ago. And like, it, it's also like you know the kind of things Kanye just does. Just, just like, just getting fifteen-year-old girls' phone numbers. I don't think is one of them. What That's the what fuck? It doesn't make it okay just because we're famous. I'm not saying it's okay. I think people just like to add controversy to things that don't have to exist. I okay. How would you feel if a grown ass fucking man had your daughter's phone number? But we're not talking about just a regular ass dude. If if something, what what I don't like, what I don't like is people see a celebrity status and get let them get away with anything just because they're well known. It's okay. Facts. Bill Crosby's in jail. He exactly. Is. Like, like it's a grown ass fucking man with a girl's phone number that is underage. Millie Bobby Brown is a fucking child. Drake is, is not trying not to okay. smoke. But I'm Drake not is saying, not trying to see, see, I'm not saying he's trying to smash, but okay. a grown ass man. It's really, having, it's really awkward to have yeah. that much of a difference between uh so what y'all are saying? Which, so what y'all are saying yeah. is that but I don't know how okay we got with, from Endgame. Endgame are, are you got okay to Drake. with uh, what's uh, Jay Z <laughs> waiting all these years for Beyonce? Like he he met her when she was underage and he waited. He did wait. He did wait. Love, bro. That's I wild. Mean, he love, did wait. Love, you know. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah, love. Don't it. say love it. Had to, Wait, you know what I'm saying? But you know, don't, don't say that, Leah. Shit, AJ number number is a is a bullshit ass song, and we need to all admit that right now. Because okay, she... it's a bullshit ass song. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, it's the truth though. Shit like that always happens. It it do. No matter like, how we look at it. I mean, like this isn't and this this isn't me defending Drake. My met my girlfriend. Uh, like technically, when we started dating, it was technically illegal. Because I was 16 when I started dating her, and she was 18. That's so, not so, that big of a. That's not that big of a deal, but it's yeah. still. Oh, so it'd she be a like the younger boy. What was the? If she was like 24 or 25. It was no, but there was like a there was like a 16. mathematical rule to age gaps. You guys remember what it was? Oh, you mean like five up, five down? 
something like that. It was like something like that, yeah. But five like, up, five down doesn't work until you're like, in my opinion, twenty five. Like you can't be doing five up, five down because then you're twenty, hollering out fifteen year old, and that's disgusting. Is it two up, two down? Okay, it's it's, uh, it's half your age plus seven. Half your age plus seven. Mm. So she would have been okay. That works out. That technically works out. Wait, eighteen divided by divided by two is nine plus seven. So sixteen divided divided. Too much math, bro. Really doing math. Calm down. down. (laughs) All I'm saying is he shouldn't have had her number. That's all I'm saying. He should. And oh, no, what? Yeah, I can agree with you on that. I think it's. I don't think Drake is doing anything with the number, but it is kind of weird, and it's not something that should be there. It shouldn't be, like, I don't know how to explain it. I I could probably admit if Drake was hollering or, like, asking for my 14-year-old daughter's number, I probably wouldn't give it to him. He can have my number. We can talk. If you need to get to my daughter, you have to talk to me first, and then we can have a conversation. And then we can work it out perfectly. Yeah. But Drake be showing up places. This is this is funny. I saw a meme about Drake and somebody asked him uh who invited you and he's like, Do you know who I am? Nah, nah, nigga, you don't know who you are. Sorry. <laughs> you just pop up in here trying to put your status out here like you all being <laughs> Anyway. That is the cringiest shit in my opinion. Back to movies. Back to movies. Happy, can I ask yeah. you a question? This is a long tangent we went on. It was. I knew, yeah, bro. I knew this would happen. This is going to happen like pretty much on all the topics we're going to talk about. I knew this was going to happen. Happy, can I ask you a question about the topic? Sure. Okay. Can Can it be movies I had just watched this year, but not movies in 2019? Um. Yeah, just make it of all time then. Okay. So the, I can even do it of the decade. So. I watched a movie recently, I think I told you guys about, called The Lobster. And I, I watched The Lobster at one of the... There's two movies, The Lobster and The Invitation. The Lobster is this movie about uh, about this kind of post-apocalyptic... Not post-apocalyptic, like a fake... What's what's the... What's the... Uh, uh, not a fake... Not a utopia, but a bad one. If you know what I'm talking about. Like a not a utopia. Kind of like a... Uh... Dystopia? Dystopia. Dystopia. Oh, okay. So Kat can say it. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you, Kat. I say something. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. No one heard you, Kat. Damn, that's wild. I'll play it. Suck my nuts. Sorry. It's okay. I love you, girl. Anyway. Girl, baby, come back. Okay. So there's this dystopian world where uh merit like if you are in a couple, you are extra cited, like extradited from society if you don't find a couple by a certain time don't become a couple soon enough. And there's this hotel where you can go to when you find like there's no hope for you. And uh you check into it, they uh do an interview on you, they tell you you lose all your like regular clothes and they give clothes for you to wear. They prepare your meals for you. They even do like weird sexual motivation where they don't have sex with you. They just like rub like a a, fem- a female maid will come by and just rub herself on you fully clothed while you're fully clothed. And 
and you'll be like close to finishing and then she'll stop and he'll be like this is awful i can't believe you would do this to me he's like it will motivate you to find a, a partner but the main purpose of it is if you don't find a partner in a certain amount of time you turn into the animal of your choosing and the main character chose a lobster and i won't go too deep into the movie but there one of my favorite parts in that movie is like is the ending and the oh, ending tell is, us. i'm not going to tell you the ending the ending is left very ambiguously and it's so it's left to the point where anyone can assume of whatever they want to happen there is no true ending if you get what i'm saying it's more along the lines of whatever the audience left with is whatever they left with yeah. which is great and terrible at the same time for people who love closure they hate that and for people who can just like look at it and be like this is fine it's awesome i love closure <sighs> it was a good movie though that was that was deep bro and the invitation is about is a movie about all white people and one black woman Don't who's spoil it. No, it's no cat you guys have to watch this movie. Yeah, I don't even oh my god. Does it's, it even impact us? No, but here's the thing. Here we go. <laughs> here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. The movie basically like oh my god. It hit. It's now, like now you're whispering, bro. Like, I don't yeah. know why I'm whispering. I don't know why I'm whispering. Yo, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Yo, don't tell nobody. It's a movie where. Oh like, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'ma tell everybody. I'm everybody. It's a movie. Fucking movie. God damn. It's a so it's a movie that masters tension. If you get what I'm saying, like. Uh, you know how in I don't know how to explain it. Black people have it. It's like the black version of Spidey <laughs> Sense, where you, you got a sixth sense about some shit, and you know something about to go down. You're like, All yeah, right, you man, like I'm you can see this, shit right. is about to go down. Like you see the like you see everything else. And there was this one black girl in the movie, and she never saw shit was about to go down. And I was furious at her. I was mad at her the entire time I was watching it. I was like, bitch, okay. shit is about to go down. Like, look. <laughs> Don't they lock in the they lock the door from the inside. I think inside. I know what you're talking about. This dude went and it was an ex that he went. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yo, Bro, you even... the whole time. Is that the no, no, no. It's not. Yo. Oh wait, it's the one about the cult. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I don't want to put too many spoilers in because I want you guys to watch it. But I also I already watch, watch it. Yeah. The ending was just fucked, dude. The ending was really messed up. It really the that. it's not even just the end, but don't you get what I'm saying? Where it's like a movie that's mastered tension. Yes. Where the entire time you're tensed up because you keep expecting something to happen and nothing happens. And then <laughs> it will build all the way up again and then nothing happens. It's it's straight up gives it's built to give you anxiety throughout the whole thing. So isn't that kind of like the um what's those movies? The uh the horror movies that was coming out with the it was a horror movie basically filmed from the perspective of a camera. I hate like those. Yeah, I hate paranormal activity the, movies. It's not like I hate I not hate paranormal footage. activity, but that was the horror but movies. That was the movies. It's so yeah. dumb. 
it just use it's just the reason for photographer videographers that are bad to get away with hand like shaky camera work and it's bullshit. If I it wanted really to is. watch something super shaky, I go watch home movies. I don't need that <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, but see, the thing about it was right. It's based off what he was talking about with the tension and everything else. It was like I remember going to the theater with my cousin one time. It was watching Paranormal Activity. And people were like freaking the hell out because of the noise and the ambience and everything else that was going on inside of the, the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Few so only for nothing to happen or maybe maybe a bump or something like that. Something that'll jar you real quick. So it's like something like Blair Witch Project is okay because oh they God, did it right. That's that's my thing is when it comes to horror movies, it's the fear of the unknown. That's my favorite thing. That's why I love Blair Witch so much, is they never really show you what she looks like they don't show you mm-hmm. the antagonist they just like insinuate it like they're just like it just keeps being in the background it's there it's there off screen and you don't know what it is you don't know you know and then there's there's a running theory that the two people she was with just plotted to murder her wow so like yeah i think horror so, movies in general when you see the main monster or demon or whatever sometimes it kills it it really yeah, does. Yeah, it yeah. really like, does. I was because... all for uh, what was it, Insidious? Like I was so, like, this is great. And then you see the fucking demon, and he's like Darth Maul colors, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, nigga, I'm scared of Darth Maul. I watch Star Wars all the time. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know what you guys mean, especially when it comes to like, for everyone who hasn't seen the Imitation, go see it. Like it's on Netflix. Uh, it's probably for for top five movies of the decade it's that um definitely don't don't yell at me don't be mean to me don't yell at me i saw pulp fiction this decade so that was uh, here's the reason why here's the reason why. Uh, i wasn't into movies i wasn't into movies as much as i was nine years ago like your parents went into movies that's, that's my the only movies my family used to watch when I was a kid like that was because uh, you understand I'm the youngest out of all y'all. That's the first thing. I'm the youngest out of all y'all. So nine years ago, nine years ago, I was uh, no ten years ago, I was eleven. So there were movies I straight up wasn't allowed to watch, just straight up. By the time I was like fourteen, fifteen though, like it was a. Uh, I don't know what happened, bro. Like, I got a Netflix account, and things just changed. And I've seen some of the craziest things this year. Like, there's one movie. Um, don't watch it. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not a good movie. It's not a good set of movies. Um, oh God! I, you know what movie I'm talking about, Kat? I think so. It's the it's the one with it's like <sighs> she's a sex That's addict. Yeah, uh, this is a sex addict movie. Oh, what's it called? Yeah, Suicide, Suicide Squad was a terrible movie. It was. <laughs> but that's not the movie. <laughs> God. You know something funny? That was the last movie I saw with my hometown friends as a group. And I think that's the reason we don't go hang out anymore <laughs> at movie theaters. <laughs> we used to go to movies. It's just like the bad taste in everybody's mouth. Because, <laughs> no, here's the thing about Suicide Squad. Why, like, soundtrack though. The soundtrack, even, the soundtrack is good. You know that movie is all because somebody fucked up on the first mission, right? It's just because one person fucked up. I, no, and I hate not. 
What was that movie? Cat, what was that movie we was talking about? Uh, something a- mania. Oh, Nymphomaniac. Yeah, yeah, the, Nymph- yeah, the yeah. Nymphomaniac movies are the worst oh, movies. Yeah. yeah, they're really bad. The director's cut is better than the original version, but it's still bad. Because it's like... A lot of... I hate... This is something I hate in movies. It happened a lot this decade. Where you could sum up something to why, though. Like, yeah. why would you go do this? I get you're addicted, but there was a lot better options than this. Like, just straight up, better thought out options. And why did I see Shia LaBeouf's dick this decade? Tell me Yo, that. like, <laughs> that shit, I don't think that that was real, though. That was, like, they they got, like, porn stars and, like, put porn stars junk. Yeah, I heard it was, like, body on, on and, like, sex toys yeah. and stuff. So yeah. they, they literally deep faked sex? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's wild. That's what half a porn is, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> if it's just the same porn from different not angles. In love? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know they fucking. That's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anyone else? Man. Hold on. Anyone else got favorite movies of the yes. decade to talk about? Yes. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's up, Cat? Number one movie, in my opinion, was Hereditary. I've never heard of this. Tell that us about shit it. got me fucked up, dude. Tell me I've about heard it. People, like people it has been a, just mentally it, scarred from that movie. <laughs> it's been a really long time uh, where a horror movie like just made me feel sick throughout the whole thing. And it it's it, it's just really good. Like I don't know how to explain it without really giving it away. Yeah, it, but it, it's really 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 good, dude. Like I highly recommend it. The acting was amazing. The effects and everything in it fucking gonna make you vomit, dude. Like that doesn't it's sound that, exciting. No 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 no. It's not that it's a gross movie. It's just like the amount of terror. The anticipation. Yes, like you just feel sick and anxious. I might have to give that a shot. I'm gonna give that a shot after, like probably tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna watch that. All right. Anybody else? Favorite movies of the decade? Tell me favorite movies of the decade. Happy you. You just went down the list of movies. You didn't tell me your favorite movies. I think I'm gonna go. I'm. I'm gonna have to go with this year, and I think my favorite movie because. I feel like the Avengers movies are just like they're automatic, you know? They're like default. Mm-hmm. Those are a spectacle. But one Age of Ultron were, wasn't that good, but go ahead. Go ahead. You were, you were on the uh you said you had just seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah. The second. So another Quentin Tarantino movie that just came out and which was pretty good. My favorite movie of the year was called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I need to go see that, bro. That was with Brad Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's uh takes place in the 60s i think mm-hmm. and it's uh it's during the movie's basically about charles manson but it like it like melts into like this movie star's like spaghetti western career it's like it's hard for me to explain i'm, I'm bad at explaining things but <laughs> it, it's it's i'd say watch it it's really good okay okay Any, anybody else anybody else like you you uh, definitely got favorite movies 100 percent my explanations all over the place. Shit. You're fine. Um, I think. 
I guess one of my favorite movies. Um, God, I don't know. I love uh, Lord of the Rings, but like The Two Towers is my favorite one out of all three. Um, just because I love the ends, like I I don't know, tree people just are like awesome to me. But um, I think. There's like some good movies this year in particular. Uh, I personally saw Incredibles two multiple times because it was so good. That actually brings me to a, a topic I want to talk about when we go into favorite games. Um, uh, Pooh, do you have any uh, movies you want to talk about? Oh no, man! I was, I was, I already went in with the the I'm having a brain fart right now. God damn it! I I feel it. Do you I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the fart. No. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, nah. it's, it's like it's like you have <laughs> but, a um, the uh, goddamn uh, motherfucking uh, yeah. end game. Goddamn end game. End game. Yeah, is that it? okay? Okay. And we, oh, we talk about oh, that. Oh, uh, Black Panther. Ooh. Black Panther. Ooh. Ooh. That was so good. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> we got white people out here saying Wakanda forever. You put that X on your chest, it's different. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yo. Like, All right, then the I'm going to go favorite photos I got, though, the favorite photos I got this year was uh, Pooh's son doing the Wakanda forever. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah, he was Black Panther for, uh, for Halloween. Oh, uh, awesome. He posed up with uh, Bumblebee, and, yeah, hit the, hit the X on him for the one time. <laughs> just for Wakanda. For, yeah, just for Wakanda. You know, nobody the year, hey, honestly, uh, we're going to stay that way forever, Wakanda forever. we going back to the motherland tonight. <laughs> anyway. Well, shit, I got to work tomorrow, dog. Okay, guys. <laughs> I, I still got to pay these bills. You know what I'm saying? Well, if Wakanda hit me some vibranium, you know what I'm talking about? Some money real quick. Wakanda, if you listening, I need that bread because, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Royalties. The, the fifth removed, you know what I'm saying? The prince, and the, you know, you know Nujabu? Yeah. I'm his cousin, like, down the road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's me. I need royalties, dog. I need that shit. If you look at it, like if you look at the family tree from this angle at this time of night on the eclipse. Right. <laughs> on the, at, at this time of night on the eclipse, when the sun is is literally peaking. Okay, peaking. You hear me? And I I need you to look at it at this angle here. And if you don't, you will never see me on the family tree. But if you look hard enough with a microscope. You gotta, you gotta squint. You gotta squint too. Yeah, and you gotta squint. Yes. Put your bifocals on. You know, that eight times. Eight times zoom. Matter of fact, go ahead and get you a, a tactical army sniper. You feel me? And have him just look on this family tree, and you'll see me on there. But I'm like a little piece of that bark. That's me on that tree. Go ahead and, and give me give you just a little bit. I need it. All right. Well, kind if you hear me, I got the X in my chest right now. Wakanda forever. Love y'all. Well then. Uh, Wakanda forever. I'm about to change subjects to our next topic. We'll be here forever if we just do that. Keep doing that forever. Yeah, you know, that's, that's shit. That's the whole podcast right there, dog. We not done. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it, bro. That was powerful. Right. I can't. Yeah, I'm not gonna fall. How do you expect me to follow that? 
You don't have to. <laughs> I'm gonna follow it. I can follow it. Anyway, follow it? all right, follow that. Then handle that. Current favorite games uh, of the decade, hands down. Uh, I know a lot of us, even though it's had a lot of ups and downs, is definitely gotta be Destiny Two for me. And like, it's this game frustrates the fuck out of me from time to time. And if I, that's that's how we all met. But. That's all we all. That's how we all met. We all met through Destiny. Uh, we're actually a Destiny Two clan. Uh, you can't come to us. You cannot join. We're not looking for new people. If we find people, we're not looking. But <laughs> we host tryouts, and if you don't make one of us laugh off the jump, then I'm kicking you out. But nah, I, our tryouts is I you have to get up, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking you out before you even get up in here. We I actually have a new room vibes, yo. <laughs> so Ken's having a bad time in Pokemon. Uh but yeah, current games, favorite games. Uh definitely for me is Destiny 2. Another game I know got a lot of scrutiny and it, it's a more recently released game is Death Stranding. I'll talk about that later. I'll definitely talk about it later. Um Outer Worlds, 100 percent Probably one of the the best like free roaming games that just ever released and uh another game's coming to my mind and yakuza kiwami <clears throat> i want to talk about that game the most yakuza kiwami and the entire yakuza series is probably one of the most underrated set of video games ever released and and like you know how like this last decade has been the saturation of open world games of just like big worlds but not shit to do in them like five side quests like per per anthem. every yeah anthem yeah. not even anthem 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 is probably anthem. one of the anthem was a disappointment it was a disappointment oh, anthem, Fallout anthem, 76 too Fallout. Anthem, was, anthem was a wet fart dude <laughs> it was a wet fart. It was definitely a wet fart, bro. Like it was one of those parts that she was trying Hyped to like squeeze out so much too. It was and like you... overhyped. Yeah, it was like, yo, I got this game for you. I'm gonna, it's gonna set everything off. Destiny is not gonna be big compared to this game. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh word, let me try it out about a week, and I put Destiny down for a whole week for Anthony. See, you know like I and... played, dude, I played the beta and i knew from the start it was gonna be shit and i had so many fucking people yelling at me saying nah this is better than destiny it's so much fun like this is awesome this is great i'm like no are we looking at the same thing like and it also it would also wasn't just because the game was terrible it was because it was actually breaking people's consoles oh yeah yeah, so yeah. Like, like I'm glad you got to play the beta because I couldn't even play that motherfucker. I got the loading <laughs> no. screen down to 75% and that's the farthest I fucking got. Damn. Even the funny part, the really funny part, me and Shy bought that game. That was one of the first games we bought. We pre-ordered day one together. And like as our as our I my friend, a close friend of mine, Shy, Shy Guy, he's one of our I met him. I've known him. Shout out Shy Guy. If you listening, bro, word up, you know what I'm saying? Nothing but love for him. Rest in your sleep because you're sleeping right now, probably. But if you is listening, you know what I'm saying? Take your nap, sleep well, all that good shit. Drink your milk. Oh my god. On anyway, the he's the uh I PlayStation 4 share with him where we it's share accounts. Oh my god. Can can I speak? Can I speak? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
Anyway, I. Oh my fucking god. Yo, get Kim a got him button right now, dog. I'm Shut not up. getting her a got him button. Not but at all. Just like, she sound will, just like that to get him. Just like that. She will, not, she will not have it. She will not have <laughs> what it. About she, that button, why don't you just get her a trap horn? <laughs> <sighs> we will have... I need like I need Sen in here just so I can have a strong, powerful Mexican <laughs> one. She over here snorting. Yo. <laughs> good times, bro. Good times. It's <laughs> them belly laughs, bro. You gotta have those. We bought Anthem. Me and Shy bought Anthem together. It was the first purchase we bought. And we played it for about like a week. Like we would play it when any downtime in Destiny, because there definitely was some. And we were playing it and like almost immediately into it, we were like, we played we beat the story. Once you beat the story, uh, this is something I hate. And it's also in Monster Hunter 2, but it's not as bad. Uh, once you beat the story, it gives you this side quest. Like, not a side quest. It gives you a quest that basically makes you go find things to continue the story. And continue doing, like, harder difficulty things. Uh, and Monster Hunter, the way they did that is they made you, to get to the real end game. you had to go find some monster tracks. Which, in my opinion, was boring. But You're welcome. You, thank you, Cat. For Cat did them for me. <laughs> I literally, it was so boring for me. I just couldn't even do them. Oh my but, god! But uh, uh yeah. I it was just so boring for me because it was like you. It was a whole game of killing monsters, and then it's like to get the high rank, I gotta go walk around and find some tracks. Dog, like what? Like what? <laughs> Because yeah, it gives you opportunity yeah. to run into all these new higher level monsters. It gives you a chance One to, just to explore like, the, the game not, not just that, but dead. The game title is Monster Hunter. You hunt shit. So <laughs> you walk around with your bow and arrow, whatever the fucking weapon you have, and you and go you, look for shit. Exactly. So there is a difference between very okay, okay, by those standards, by those standards, destiny. Aren't we supposed to have a destiny in the game? Protecting uh, the city is our destiny. Is it the, really? We're no, we're the best guardian that's ever been seen. As, that's a, our as, as our title of guardians, guardians of. We're obviously not the best guardians that we have ever seen because if no, the seals no, no, mean no, anything. No. So Spending I, silver is our destiny. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah. We'll get that to that later. Mm. But but I I'm sorry. You can hate me for it, and you can you can disagree with me all day. It's just my own opinion. I didn't find that fun, and immediately after I did it, if Cat didn't do it for me, I would have never played the end game. And I'm happy she did, because the end game of Monster Hunter is so fun and so rewarding that it deserves to be on somebody's top 10 list because it's just like monster hunter world uh is probably one of the best like games we got in terms of just all out just gameplay and just replayability and just farming it's just good that's what it ends up being anthem on the other hand rewarding game very rewarding anthem on the other hand i got two greens and a blue i'm not joking Mm-mm. Two greens and a blue in Anthem for Not killing Not even him. two tokens and a blue. Fuck. <laughs> it, 
it just wasn't worth it, dog. And Isn't it like I, a controversy because like one of the weapons you get at the beginning was like the best weapon in the game, and you just throw it away <laughs> compared to all the end game weapons you're supposed to get? Yeah, I know. And they were straight up banning people because they had found cheats, but they weren't like cheating, like messing up the game. It was bugs in their game because the game was released broken. Like, how could you even imagine? How could you even imagine releasing a game that had the possibility? Because they're in in game development. There is a time just put down aside for just bug testing. Uh, Bethesda doesn't know what this is called, but every other developer <laughs> has a time put aside just for Bethesda. Bug. <laughs> Bethesda is uh, the gets Bethesda the doggy horn of the decade. They put out bangers every once in a they while. Put, yeah. Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, once in a while, their batting the average is looking like half right now. Okay, the Fallout series up until the newest one, the Fallout sixty-seven or whatever seventy-six. I'm number dyslexic. Don't at me. Um, Kim, I'll argue with you and say Fallout Three isn't as isn't that great of a game, but Fallout New Vegas is probably the best game they ever touched, and they barely had any touching in it. My favorite game of the year was Fallout seventy-six. Oh lord! And let, hold on, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. Just when nah, you think, nah, nah, that, nah, we, we ain't hearing that. And it's not, for, it's not for a positive reason. It's it's the fact that I'm watching Bethesda out shit the bed, the like on themselves <laughs> every single update. It's, it's, <laughs> I've gone from being cynical and, and you know upset. It was tragic at the beginning, but now it's just it's fun to watch. <laughs> so you like to watch their downfall. You pray on their downfall. Their self awareness is just not there anymore, bro. It's like it, it's I don't know how to explain it. It's like watching a dude. It's like being on the Titanic and you're watching the the driver head straight to the iceberg and he's just sipping alcohol, just saying "fuck it." Let's see where that goes. <laughs> and and the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And we all have to admit this. Sorry. <laughs> and we all have to admit this part. As soon as Elder Scrolls Six drops, we gonna forget about Seventy Six. We are. Well, yeah, I don't know. We, we're gonna uh... forget. I think we are. I think we're gonna completely forget about it. Especially if it doesn't drop with, if it drops and it's not a multiplayer game, we're not even gonna think about it. Not even like for a second, because we be know because that's where everything else is turning to. I don't. I don't think Elder Scrolls Six will drop. Elder Scrolls Six will drop as a multiplayer game. I'm predicting right now it's going to drop a, as a single player game. It will have microtransactions. It will, and it's going to have like some dumbass premium feature that'll let you activate uh, console commands oh, on God. on PlayStation <laughs> or Elder something Scrolls like that. Yeah, Elder, it's going to be Elder Scrolls Six and seventy six, and it's going to be. Exactly what people ask for, but we're gonna hate it because it's gonna be a buggy <laughs> mess, and we're gonna completely forget about seventy six. Seventy six is seventy six is a dead game in my opinion by now. Like, there's probably enough. There's probably like right now five people playing that shit at this current moment on Steam. But no, it's not even on Steam. It's on their own personal store. But that's for another day. Um, but yeah. Anthem let down. Fallout seventy six let down. What else was a big ass let down? Kingdom Hearts three. Was you, one really? Of the, yes. Well, okay. So story this, was 
short for me, which was that was a letdown for me because I wanted it to be longer. But then again, I did spend like 48 hours of like gameplay. Binging? Yes, basically. Yeah. Me Doing too. I think I can. And that's probably why. But even still. I beat, I beat Kingdom Hearts 3 in <laughs> three days. In three days of me coming straight back from work, hopping on it, playing it. Coming straight back from work, hopping on, playing it. Coming straight back from work, hopping on, playing it. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a letdown for me. Not because... Not because of the standards set by other games, but all in all, it just wasn't as good as two. And a period point blank standpoint of it, it wasn't even as good as Birth by Sleep. I hate Dream Drop Distance, but I can admit the gameplay of Dream Drop Distance is just a little bit better than three. And and I mean that. At first, I was like <laughs> confused when I first started feeling that. But then I went back and beat two uh, this like past couple of weeks, and then I remember what made two so good. It wasn't drive forms. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't their mag- old magic system. It wasn't uh, reaction buttons. It was an all around like the worlds were smaller, but they felt more alive. In Kingdom Hearts three, it's this huge ass landscape, but most of it is transitionary areas. And like I just don't. It was just a letdown. It was just you really feel like a letdown. it was uh, Marvel's games where it was a big world with a bunch of nothing in it. Yeah, that's that's what it was. And the story was uh, the story ended up ended in the worst possible way, in my opinion, in the worst possible way. They had because they had every opportunity to just end it there. At, like Everybody's they could have ended too. We're coming to conclusions, and they said, "You know what? Fuck it. We're gonna give you another. We're gonna give you another <laughs> <laughs> Like there's no point. Like, but here's all it was. It, they only did that to sell DLC. True. That's it. Yeah, that's the. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, they did it to sell DLC, and they're like trying to leave cliffhangers as like, "Oh, this character happened to be this character." Like it's it's a lot of extra stuff for no good reason, and it was just a big ass letdown. There was a moment in the game where Sora, no, no, not Sora. It was Roxas, and what was the other kid's name that looks exactly like him? Uh, they look at each other, and they're like, "Why the fuck do we look like each other?" <laughs> Nine. Bro, another thing. They did not have to bring everybody back. Ventus. That was they, Ventus. Ventus, yeah, Ventus. In, in my opinion, they shouldn't have brought everybody back who died. That, like, destroys all the tension and all the heartbreak in every other game because they just get they just get rezzed. Hey, like, but it's a <laughs> Disney-fueled, like, right. game, you know? Right. Like, every totally Disney Bruce movie, Bruce. you know? every Someone no. always ends up... It always no, has somewhat of a happy ending. It has Disney characters in it. And they could have had a happy ending with the people who had survived and made it best. And like, for no... Okay, another thing. Sora didn't have to die. He didn't have to die in, this, in the game. There was no reason for him to die. There was no reason for him to go to heaven and piece himself back together. Like, whatsoever. Please tell, true. tell me something. It kind of got weird when there was like he went to he, he died and went to heaven. That was kind of. It was, was like it, it just became yeah. It just became this like a lot of unnecessary for no reason and 
like and and Kim, I get what you're saying. Like, there, it's a Disney game. There, like, some there's Disney aspects of it. If it's really a Disney game, tell me why we watched, like, in Disney movies, like at max one person dies, at max, and they do come back, or they usually they watch from the sky, like Lion King. It's like you look up, your dad looking down at you. He's the sun now. He got god powers because that's where <laughs> so lions go. <laughs> So would you be happy with the fact that Sora died? The main if, character of the of the franchise dies. I would and be happy. Can't play with him anymore. I would be happy if at the end of the game Sora had to sacrifice himself to stop uh, to stop Zenus, the Xehanort, and the game ended and it was happy. They missed Sora, but it ended and it was over. The series was over. Because the main character was dead, but he died for a good cause, and it was fine. I would have been happy with that. And I also would have been happy knowing I could go back in the older games and still enjoy some of it. I could still play back Kingdom Hearts 3 and New Game Plus and have a good time. That would be happy for me. I'd be Also, the game isn't difficult. That's another thing. The game has no difficulty. Like Proud mode is, is low-key kind of easy. I haven't played Critical Mode yet. I think it comes out with the DLC. Um, but nah, it ain't it, Chief. It ain't it. <laughs> that's really? that's how I feel. Kim, what's your favorite uh game? I'd say I would say decade. This decade. Okay, uh, Bioshock One, definitely. That's my favorite game of all time. Um, a close second is definitely Dark Souls. Uh, I like those games that are challenging you know like dark souls people call it a rage quick game but and it is to some extent but once you figure it out then you can really start to enjoy the gameplay the story like the story is friggin fantastic oh it is it's probably one of the best written stories and so many people are like just knock it off as like a rage quitty game they don't want to take the time to learn it if you want to hack and slash, go play Skyrim, you, you know, button mash your way to victory. You can't do that with Dark Souls. You know, it's a good ass game. Yeah. yeah, Dark Souls definitely teaches one. I have a coworker who's really into that. Uh, Dark Souls is probably one of the best games to learn situational awareness. Mm-hmm. Because you can't with Dark Souls, you can't just walk in Sekiro and basically the Soulsborne games in general. I've only yeah. beaten Dark Souls 2, 3, and Bloodborne, but I Souls I know... Souls 2 what... was a disappointment. The story was great, but we'll, the gameplay we'll ar- was trash. We'll argue about this later. We'll argue about this later. I actually think 2 is the best, but we'll argue about that later. Oh my um... god, I don't know if we can be friends. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that the Souls games like definitely do is this like situational awareness because um one of my favorite moments in bloodborne is like when you pick up a shield uh yeah. and, and it's like not even a real shield it's like that that like trash ass shields like there's no use of this people have guns why are you using a shield and yeah. that there's a youtuber named uh let me remember let me remember uh h h bomber guy he did a wonderful YouTube video about uh, this idea that I, I love talking about, which is uh, uh, player conditioning. And it's basically the game gives you options, 
but it shows you immediately what options are more worth it than the other ones and the benefits of those options. And it conditions you as a player to play to your options in the best way you can. Uh, the way Destiny does it, for a good example of it, is the usefulness of weapons. Like, uh, how we all know Recluse is probably one of the best guns. If you don't play Destiny, Recluse is a is one of the strongest weapons in the game. It got nerfed, and it's still probably one of the strongest weapons in the game, just in neutral, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're on console, on PC. It's just amazing. And You're already getting your headshots. You're fine. Yeah, if you were already... here, here They nerfed it. They basically... What it used to do is it... Uh, in Destiny, uh, headshots... You ha usually have... Headshots have higher multiplier multipliers than the body shots with damage and basically it's headshot multiplier and body shot multiplier for uh its buff was the exact same so it did the exact same damage no matter what they took away the body shot multiplier and made it lower and it's still the same gun if you just used it correctly like so... trying to get your headshots <laughs> in the first place you're going to be fine <laughs> yeah but you know but you guys know how the game basically teaches you and shows you this is the best option. Here are your options. This is the best option. You could use this, or you could go fight 30 enemies with a scout rifle. What What are you doing? Are you using recluse or are you using that scout rifle? Bruh, I like a challenge. Don't, don't say you like a challenge. Don't say you like a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I do. Fuck out of here. What you mean? And even if you do like a challenge, what's the best option for you? Oh, the best option overall? Yeah, you're going yeah. to choose the easier weapon to use if you know how to use it. Yeah. And even if you you can argue. Like oh, yeah. even like even post nerf, if you didn't know how to use recluse, it's a quick pickup. Absolutely. It's a very quick pickup. So guarantee you go into raids and things like that or any kind of events, you will see somebody with the recluse on your on your fire team. Like no matter what. No matter it could what be, the situation. It could be, it could be like you go into PvP and at you least one to your person. Baby mama's house. And you, got the, <laughs> and you got the goddamn recluse with you. Strap walk in the walk in the house. She said she was gonna kill you, so you brought the recluse with you. You feel me? Yeah. She's so, coming over here, check, collect child support. I got the plot twist. She pulls a she pulls a recluse out. Recluse out on you. <laughs> Damn, bro, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, what about you, cat? Favorite favorite game, cat. Um, I have two. One is Monster Hunter, and the other one is Night uh, in the Woods. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter, I feel like, <laughs> is <laughs> the first game where I am, like, I am very confident that I'm one of the best fucking players ever. Like, there are games out there where, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good at like some of the parts of it. Um, and bad at others, but Monster Hunter, like, I'm just really good all around, and it just feels nice, and I don't know, I feel like a badass on my fucking glaive, just beating the shit out of everything, too. Like, it's it's the only game where I truly, 100% feel like a badass every time I go out on a hunt. Yeah. Yep. I take down this monster just, like, ten times your size. It yeah. really is satisfying to like. And you got a to, butter knife and a, to memorize those combos. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the combo Love like the hammer. Oh yes, longsword. Mm -hmm. When you master longsword, dude, it's like 
it feel longsword and dual blades make you become the anime character you always wanted to be. <laughs> like it's True. it's a great game. Monster Hunter. Honestly, honestly, if I had to give my top my top five games of the decade just straight up, uh it's it I hate to put it here, but it's a tie between Warframe and Destiny 2 because of how long I would play I was playing both of them. Then below it, Yakuza Kiwami, Monster Hunter. Uh, Fallout New Vegas, and then people are gonna hate me for this. Death Stranding is number five, and that's like if we, I we'll talk about it later. But it's prop those five games have been some of the most influential games I played in this decade, hands down. Like, and they're all games that like you know what I mean, where you can put the game down, you could leave it for a while, you pick it up, and it's like. You didn't even miss anything. Yeah. And you come back and it's just like shit just starts clicking and it's beautiful. Oh my god. Monster Hunter. <laughs> I'm gonna download that shit tonight, honestly. Huh? <laughs> the second game that you had listed? Um Night in the Woods. It's an indie game. It's a like a QD side scroller kind of yeah. thing. And the story and the characters i don't even know how to describe it dude like that is my top my number one favorite game ever everyone like bitches about how it's a game for furries it's not you're you you (laughs) will honestly no because like they're animals you know they are bipedal animals in clothing you know living life and shit but like the the only thing that i didn't like about the game was the ending because I, I feel like it kind of killed the feel for the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the characters are still relatable and I can only play it once. Like I, if, if I try to play it again, like it just like, is it like journey where if you beat it, you feel like different at the end once you beat it? No, for for me, it it like brings me into this like melancholic depression type of feel. Like that shit. Like I fucking love that game, but I don't know. Like I relate so much with the main character May and Mm -hmm. how she feels about life and all this shit. It's just I don't know, man. I get you, dog. I get yeah. you. It sounds it sounds beautiful. I was literally gonna say like you should share play it with me sometime. But I highly recommend it. Yeah, I might if it if it hops on sale. If it hops on sale, I'm gonna buy it. Period. Point blank. I'm gonna take your recommendation. <sighs> Pooh. Yo. Favorite games of the decade, bro. Well, I mean, y'all already know if you get on PlayStation, you're probably gonna see me on Destiny more than anything. Yeah. This is where I meet my family, basically. You know what I'm saying? You guys and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, not that, bro. I mean, this the basic buy stuff right now. So it's just like Monster Hunter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the Do game think- that I loved, I played a lot of, is not in this. But I don't know if it was in this game, this decade or not. But um, one of my favorite games is like, especially one of my childhood games, uh, like Sly Cooper. Oh my um, god, yeah. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. I love I love the hell out of that game, bro. I remember 
back in PS2, my dad used to, you know, he used to play a lot of Madden and NBA and shit like that. And he had a memory card. And we could never save our games on a memory card. And I remember Damn. leaving the PS2 on all fucking <laughs> night. <laughs> because I got to this one part and I wanted to save it, but my dad wouldn't let me save. And, you know, it was not, it wasn't just because, it was because, you know, he was just being mean to me about it. It was just because it was not enough space for my game to be on. Damn. All this stuff on there. So... <laughs> With, Bro, we got memory cards and stuff like that. It was great, but yeah, that game there was just playability is very easy to play. It's fun. It's little quirks about it that I just really loved about. It. You know, it's just the character just, designs. It's just an all-around great game. Basically. Yeah, Bro, yeah. that's that story about how you like left your shit on. I left you. You ever play Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker? Yep. Bro. Yeah. I had to leave my GameCube on for four days straight to beat that shit, bro. bro. <laughs> it starts to like overheat, and you fr- like you start freaking out that you're gonna lose it. Yeah, uh. bro. I had to do that with um. There was a game, the 1064. It was called Jeff Force uh, Gemini. I'm not sure y'all remember that. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking there. about, bro. You didn't have a memory card. Or the little, uh, the little, uh, the little pack, the memory pack that they had back in the day. We didn't have that. So it was leave the game on or lose everything you. Damn, damn, bro. Here's like, on know about that shit, bro. We got cloud saving. You know how mad I am that my future kid <laughs> is gonna play it like a game, and I'm gonna be like, hey, you gotta turn off your shit. It's like, dad, it turns off automatically and uploads it to the internet, and then it downloads when I need it. Be quiet. I'm like, eh. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that shit. Be quiet. I'll go, I'll go to the. I'll go to the cloud right now. Delete that shit. <laughs> Let me get my jetpack real quick. You know, because you know we're gonna be all to see now by that point. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Happy, did you go over your games for the decade? <clears throat> Besides Fallout seventy six, I think one of my favorite games of all time is uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Okay, that's pretty that fun. Yeah. Answer, yeah, yeah. You gotta give. Did you like the Last Guardian? Uh, it was alright. Okay. I'll, I'm gonna I'll take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, and, and, to it. no. And, and with that, we go going on to our next topic. And next topic is a little bit more interesting, but more funny one. Uh, it's not about games; it's about just real life. Is there such thing as too much booty? I'm going to. I'm gonna have an opening statement. I'm a there's never test. enough. Hold on, I know your statement. I know what you're about to say. It's cool. We go. I'm gonna start off, and I'm gonna pass it down to my fellow co-hosts. Is there such thing as too much booty? Yes and no. Yes and no. I am. I do not shy away. Shy away from a cellulite. Thickness adds to a man's life. I promise. I do. However, if it's so thick, like you crushing dudes and shit like that, like if you here's here's my personal thing. I don't like injections. I don't like fake booty. Yeah. So I yeah. So that's too much. Especially when you see the fake ones where it's like, it's so obviously huge and fake. There, it's disgusting. There are women like putting cement, fucking cooking oil in their ass. Oh my God. It's unhealthy. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's too much. That's she too much that, booty. She that big Bahar booty. You know but if it's just like, like a, if it's like a cinder block, dude, no. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> you just bump so into a gotta, car and it leaves a You got a Trump tent. wall booty, girl. Go ahead. Now you gotta throw her. <laughs> you gotta throw her in a pool and see if she floats or sinks. 
If she sank, then I gotta let her go. I'm just gonna have to let her go down there, dog. <laughs> you oh, should like get thrown in the pool. No, no that's, when you, that's when you just go, oh, no, can't swim. Nah, sorry shit. about that. Shit, I can't get my hair wet, dog. I had this shit done like two days ago. That's what she always, that's what we've always said, bro. Sorry, Shaniqua, you and your big old booty. I do apologize, but uh, mm-hmm. you're sinking right now and I'm floating. I can't help you. I gotta let you go. <laughs> mm. There's no meat in the middle when you're underwater, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, happy. Is there such thing as too much booty? Tell me why. Hmm. <laughs> I would say, I would I'm say yes. Happy. You I'm think there's happy. such thing as too much booty? Well, yeah, if your body's looking like a tooth, you know. Or if you look like you're wearing a diaper. Because <laughs> yeah. oh, there is nothing wrong so with bad. diaper butt, dude. Diaper butt thick, baby. <laughs> nah, nah, it's only too much when she. I can't deal with you if you like you sponsored by Pampers, bro. I can't deal with you. It's only, <laughs> it's all fun and games until you pull down her pants. She got an actual diaper on. Like, <laughs> are you talking about like the size or the lumpiness? Chunky, chunky. Uh, that's a good question. I think it's a mixture of both because sometimes the lumpiness makes it look like you're just wearing a soggy ass diaper. I'm trying to figure out like the definition by which I mean by too much. Is it like as far as the the bigness of it, or is it talking about just completely? Has a badonk donk 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 donk. See, but here's the thing: you say that, Kim, but what exact booty are we talking about? Like, give me a give me an example of a like a lot of ass. Are you you talking about like a you talking about you know like a Jennifer Aniston, or you talking about like a like a Lizzo type of vibe, like what you talking about? How, how th- you, you talking about Respucia? Cause like, <laughs> girl was big. I ain't gonna lie to you. We when talking? I tap, like- nah, no. You know why? Cause you <laughs> called in Whitewell. I can't. Do it. And I ain't finna go down there and wipe it. <laughs> Any girl who needs who needs you to ask her. If she has to ask you to wipe her, that's too much ass, bro. That's very straight up. Very straight up. That's too much. I believe that that becomes a point in time for everybody. Not to cut off Kim's turn, but (laughs) (laughs) I I don't fucking care, man. I'm more of a I'm more of a boobs person, so like I think that when it comes to ass, there's a limit for everybody. Some people like, you know. Little itty bitty butts, and some people like you know big old wide and the kind of booties. You know what I'm saying? So, so you're saying there's a there's a market for all all types of butts. yeah. Porn, Pornhub has taught us that already. We know that we got genres. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that there is such thing as too much booty, but it's all individual though. Okay, Cat, how do you feel? <sighs> That ass, dude, like... (laughs) You know what I'm saying, bro, like... (laughs) I don't understand people who aren't ass people. No offense, Kim. Like, how can you... How how can (laughs) you love the booty? Like, I don't even know how to explain it, dude. On the real, it's like... I don't... It's like... It's like the equivalent to boobs in certain sticks, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you get the yeah. right type of booty consistency, you know what I'm saying? It's just nice and round. 
You know, you just like to play with it. You know, what I'm saying? it's like just for it's real, like bro. flipping the pillow so, over after you've been laying on it for so long, and you get that cool side. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? it's like it's like mm. leaving it's like leaving ice cream out <laughs> of the freezer for like two minutes. And it don't melt, but it just and get it that nice consistency. You feel me? Yes. Yeah, I feel yes. you, bro. Yes, so, who? So, me and my girl are both ass people. We both into ass. She's so into ass. We'll be walking down the street sometime holding the hands. She'd be like, ooh, look at that girl butt. And it won't even be a setup to me, dog. It'll just be like, damn, my girl really appreciate ass. Yeah, and she she's thick. looking out for you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean, girl? And my girl ain't super thick. She's just she a little thick. She's thick, thick. She she got two C's, and I love her for it, cause it's just the right amount, cause it's something that I can play with. And she's short too, so it looked like she got more booty than she actually do, and I love it. I love her for it. <laughs> uh, can, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. It's a vibe, bro. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's it's, it's simply definitely. a vibe. It's simply a vibe. For all my ass people out there, I love y'all. We out here. For all my boo people. I love y'all too. And don't get me wrong, titties are amazing. Yeah, bro. Just, you know, but as what as had one of the best albums of all time. Cat <laughs> <laughs> walks up there at the MTV. As had one of the best albums of all time. Meanwhile, Tit's sitting down there like, God damn, really? He's gonna cut me off like that? <laughs> Shit. God damn, I had my debut just now. You gonna cut me off? God damn. Okay, okay, motherfucker. I see you. Kim, do you have any uh, any statements? Ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going back to video games now. Do you guys, this next topic is, should there be better support for veterans and online games with microtransactions? And one of the Disclaimer, topics... veterans, veterans meaning you've participated in the game since its release. I yeah yeah I'll give you that very near start the release because you know some people have to wait for like Christmas and like know, you've had to you've had to own the game for at least a I want to say yeah with within the first year of it being out yeah 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 or Fuck like, that, for those that put about three hundred dollars into the fucking game yeah and, or at least like and it can even it don't even be a year it could say you put in a hundred hours at a game. 100 hours. You know how many days that is? That's almost... That's over five days of your life is in that video game. It has five days of your human life that you'll never get back in that game. That's I feel not like enough, though. Got to pump those numbers up. You do need to pump those numbers up. You won't be real veteran yeah, status, to, but... You need to have, like, at least a G, dog, under your belt. I don't even have a G in Destiny. Well, yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually I do. That's kind of... You got, a, you got a G, bro. I know you. Yeah, that's kind of sucks. Matter of fact, right now, hang on. So I'll actually be lower because uh, you know I deleted a character. But one of the games we wanted to talk about was Destiny. I wasted on Destiny. Gotcha. Uh, one of the games we wanted to talk to about was Destiny. And Destiny Two right now, uh, it used to have one of the ways it would support our veteran players or just all players was uh, microtransaction items would be put in these things called bright engrams. And every time you leveled up, which you could grind out as many levels as you wanted, honestly, uh, the bounties weren't really situated towards them. But if you wanted to grind out levels, you could. 
and you could just keep doing same activities. You could constantly raid. You could constantly do strikes. You could constantly do things in the game and keep grinding out these engrams. And they dismantle for an in-game currency that you could use to buy things out of the store, which is awesome. Uh, last October, there was a change to their in-game system. Where they added a battle pass. And in my opinion, I think battle passes are low-key one of the worst things in this generation just created. But some battle passes are done right, some battle passes are not done right. Warframe, for example, has a great battle pass where uh, you can earn basically a lot of the things you had that were time-gated and you had to hope things would pop up. You could just simply work for them in the battle pass and eventually earn them or buy them yourselves. Uh, with Destiny, it basically took away leveling up to the battle pass once you've reached 100 is basically you're wasting your time yeah it's not meaningful yeah, yeah. it stops becoming uh why grinding out bounties it starts becoming let me just play the game and hopefully i get something nice out of this engram and if you're a veteran player you have everything never, in the engram yeah, it's never anything good yeah you have and every single thing and the thing is is that it starts to feel like work now because before I would have a bright and engram drop every level, no matter what I was doing. Yeah, you know. But now it's like I got to get this bounty and this bounty and multitask and all this other shit. You know, and it just starts to feel more like work, and I can't enjoy the game the way I want to. Yeah, like and they're all super expensive too. Like that's yeah, you're working yeah. your ass off, and they give you like ten. Currency and the things in the store are all Cost like thousands. two thousands. Usually, like yeah. the good ones at least are two thousand plus. Yeah, like a good a good statement of this is you grind out fifteen bounties and you can buy one shader. Yeah. So, but here's another thing. Here's another thing, and I know we all feel this. I it's not. I want Bungie to make money. I want Bungie to make money because they are our solo company. They no longer have support. However, I also want them to give us a way that when we feel like we're supporting them, it's because we want to support them, not yeah. because we feel like... Because uh, I want to support them. I do support them. I have a yearly silver budget I have now put aside of money. I, <laughs> I have a budget I have set aside for buying the season pass, uh, playing... Which I'm not mad about. That's because of PS4 share and the season pass is a silver-based thing. I don't really care about that. But money I put aside for buying the season pass and things I might want in the Eververse store that are microtransactions because I want to support them. But at the same time, it's like soul-draining to spend like hours and hours grinding out bounties and hours and hours of doing activities and hours and hours of doing all this where like the max the max a person will probably earn in about a week is if they're in that's if they're on all three characters playing all three activities all three main activities is probably at most uh 1500 and i feel like i'm being generous there i yeah. really feel like i'm being yeah. generous <laughs> so and it's and like there if you go on the Bungie Reddit or the Destiny, the game Reddit, it's there's everywhere. a million. Yeah, it's a million and one answers to it. Mm -hmm. One of the ones that, that I liked, um, because the bright and 
engrams now have shit that they had in previous seasons like the majority of the player base like has everything in those engrams and one thing that some some someone said that would please uh, both new and old players is to have a knockout system if you have everything in that engram then you're you'll have a gift of bright dust every time you get one and the thing for me it wouldn't even have to be a lot if exactly. it was a, it wouldn't even have to be a lot of bright dust if i got 100 bright dust for every engram i got so every five levels like after 100 i wouldn't even be mad that wouldn't even be something to be mad about and mm-hmm. uh this is something i want to talk about too especially about destiny especially about Bungie. So for the Game Awards, Bungie award won Best Community Support. And in my opinion, they deserved it. They really do. Because if you see the things Bungie has done for us in the past like year with supporting Destiny, it's phenomenal. But the recurring thing we always come back to, no matter what, is Eververse and its, like, and its system. Because like before, the, before, before Shadowkeep, before the newest expansion, it was okay. It had its problems. There are things we wanted and things that were never sold for Bright Dust. It was it had problems, but that was it. Right now, it feels like we're fighting an uphill battle with the company of wanting them to wanting to give them our money. We want to give you our money. We want to play your content. We want to <laughs> play the game. Please do not shove it down our throats. <laughs> like, do not and like. Bro, there just and there's just some some shit like we just can't let go. And some shit we have to we are gonna be mad about. Is Bungie a great company and do they support us a lot? Yes. Yes, they do. Like they they want us to have the most fun in the game that we possibly can. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like that always. It feels like it feels like we feel the the power that Activision used to hold over them has only like is, has remained in some point where they feel like they're afraid that if they give us a way to not pay for things, we're just going to immediately, like, immediately just never spend money in the game ever, which is straight up not what not what's going to happen. Yeah. It's not. One thing, one, one thing that I do hate, though, is people constantly shouting and shoving down your throat it's just cosmetics it's okay it's just cosmetics and the thing is is that the game itself the vendors have not had a refresh in over a year with with expansion packs with paid expansion packs what they've done is bring back the old gear and let them have random rolls which should have automatically happened when they they changed the game yes exactly let me throw some numbers at y'all real quick on how much time y'all spend on Destiny. Okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, Eververse, Eververse gets a refresh every fucking season. I'm sorry, people, but that shit pisses me off. It's, yeah, it's insane. For us to, the amount of time that we put into this game, like they said, you know what I'm saying? And if we're not yeah. going to get back human hours mm-hmm. that we're not getting back for stuff as simple as what y'all talking about now. I'm looking like, at these numbers here right now. Just for just for Destiny Two alone, Dad, you have about fifteen oh six hours played. Jesus Christ, you're in the top six <laughs> percent. 
Cat has seventeen fifty three at the top. I know four. that. I know that for a fact. She's like uh, happy I'm, I'm has eighteen fifty eight <laughs> in the top three. <laughs> Kim has eight hundred and seventy seven. Girl, <laughs> step but, it up. Damn. <laughs> That was the <laughs> steepest drop I've ever heard in my life. And then, <laughs> and then me myself at twenty two thirty eight. Damn shit. So I'm it's in like top two percent. And you, that's those are hours you're never gonna get back in your life, ever. Yeah. And if they see was those hours, I have a high number or a low number. You had eight hundred. You had eight hundred. Baby girl. <laughs> you had eight hundred, baby girl. You had the lowest out of all of us. And destiny, <laughs> destiny, regular destiny. You have 462, Kim. Don't tell don't say my hours. Don't say my hours. I oh, didn't you, put you, you on flash play, dog. <laughs> don't 47. Shit, <laughs> dude. I didn't play Destiny you, 1 like you that. You didn't play Destiny 1 like that. Cat, <laughs> you had 1728. Um, Same numbers, similar numbers. Yeah. Good numbers. Is that you? Is Cinerate as well? Yeah. Yeah, that's why that's why you played the most amount of Destiny at all. What is How many? So you so Destiny on the Xbox, you had sixteen twenty one, and then Damn. you had one hundred and thirty. Okay, you had one hundred thirty hours for Destiny two for the Xbox. Yeah, I forgot. I had I, that was uh, from Destiny two year one. However, until you got a lower uh, number for Destiny. <laughs> on PlayStation, <laughs> compared to that, you got 13 hours. <laughs> that man turned on the game like the same. Turned it back off. <laughs> and then but, I got 1453. But that's beside the point. The point is, we put all these hours into this game for this simple stuff. That and that's just not a, that's happen. not even us. That's not like we're not yeah, the cap. Not even, right. We're not the cap. If you right. look at the like, if you look at the streamers, like people who who wake up and breathe this game. Those are ungodly hours that they'll have. Yeah, and we... And they want to support... They want to support Bungie. We want Bungie to keep making games. We want Bungie to keep, like, keep supporting us. We want Bungie to have money. I want Bungie to make money. I want that. But I also want to feel rewarded in the game. Like, here's some things. Here's some things that would definitely distract me from Eververse. A couple of things. If we got multiple rewards at the end of raids, or if you could farm raids as much as you want, yeah, and, and it didn't have better. to be powerful gear each time; it could just be regular gear. This is something. Uh, say no to rage. Uh, wonderful podcaster, wonderful YouTuber uh, out there. You guys, guys should definitely check him out. Say no to rage, uh, YouTube and Twitch. Um, hit us up first, though. Hit us up first. Definitely hit up, hit up cat. Everybody in the Discord, not the Discord, everyone in the clan. Uh, if you ever see our clan in Destiny, uh, don't bag. Just say hello. I'll give you a hug. Cat Throw you a rose. Cat has literally tried to hug somebody in competitive Destiny, uh, and then I sniped them in the head. So I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but you just like these like ungodly hours we put in and the ungodly amount of hours the least we could do is get maybe it's like a legendary reward not a not a max power reward, not a powerful engram just a, a just a, a reason to keep running the raids that we love so much other than people just like because you know the most bum ass shit 
a couple of people have told me just like, oh, I did my raids this week. I don't, I don't have to, I can't help you out. Yeah. Like, yeah. And like, I can't help you out doing raids. No. I just did, I literally <clears throat> just did a raid like two hours ago where I didn't get shit from it, but I was just there to help out my friends because I legit find the game enjoyable. Like, so, I'm, one of, I'm one of those people with certain raids. Like, there's just certain raids or certain people in a raid, like, that I'm, I don't vibe with. So if someone asks me, like, hey, can you step in and do this? If I have all three and done already for the week, I might yeah. say no. Um, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things. If I have... But Kim, what- little oh, incentive i mean if it was you guys yeah sure yeah i but understand like, i understand i'm i'm not, I'm saying more in the lines of like if you were getting rewards each and every time, it wasn't powerful but it was still rewards and you could chase things that you wanted you could chase yeah. armor that you wanted it would make seals easier instead of being oh, this when, rng bullshit you could actually chase the shit you want it's always disheartening to see somebody that puts up high numbers and raids and stuff to get Three or four for their drops, three boots, and maybe a sidearm that they don't never gonna use. Yeah. Or like yeah. you get the same pair, you get the same energy, you get like five, no, four powerful weapon drops, and they're all energy weapons. Right. Like, like, it's like oh, uh, you could just infuse them into other weapons that you will use. That's not the point. All four of them? All four of them into the same that's, weapon, their same that's, level. That's not the point. The point is that we're farming for like gear and all this other stuff, but it's just the higher stuff that's that's you know rare to see drop and we're farming for that only to get boots over and over yeah like with exotics too like so that's why that's why i like the ordeal though because that was the first activity we ever got to actually farm exotics in destiny 2 that's the only guaranteed way to farm exotics since we lost uh what did we lose in destiny 1 I mean, there's just certain quests you could earn. So, like, from, uh, like, Banshee, you know, mm-hmm. you do a certain amount of this many weapon quests, you might, all of a sudden, he might give you an exotic quest for that particular gun. Like, say you did a bunch of scout rifle ones. Like, that's how you got the, like, how you could get an exotic, I believe. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I would very much like for like that to come back. It's like it would just give us just give us little reasons to play the game. And I, I try to I try to credit Bungie where I can. I really do, because I I hear a, a lot of our community is a lot of naysayers and a lot of people trying to cut them down. But I I try to credit them where I can. But I also have to admit, and we all have to admit, there's just some bullshit we just can't deal with. We just can. Um, I believe the item you were looking for was three of coins. Oh yeah, three and, of coins. Oh, I loved three yeah. coins. Yeah, and Destiny back in Destiny One, where you but could I think just like the reason why they took that away was because of the fact that we could farm the exotic by just beating the boss and dying after beating the boss. That's I mean, but we, we could do that. There was literally a bug. Too. For that, where we were grinding our weapon. Yeah, there was not any. Well, not anymore. I don't think. But Hollow Lair, the the Nightfall, we used to be able to just sit there and grind that for hours and just kill yourself. 
before as soon as the chest opens. Fanatic, you can yeah. do it. Well. Right, but no, no, no. I'm talking about on the instance of exotics. Yeah. The no, three can... was designed for exotics, not just for great weapon drops. Exactly. Yeah. So... One thing that I loved in D1 uh, pertaining to exotics was glass needles. Every time yeah. you would dismantle an exotic, you got an exotic shard, and you I believe you could trade those in to Xur and get these things called um, glass needles, and you can use them to re-roll the rolls on any yes. it, yeah. exotic that you had. I want more customization like that, you know? So, do you miss... I I personally... I personally don't miss having to level up guns in Destiny 1. That's something I 100% yeah. don't miss. But I know what you mean where we want more customization. And Armor 2.0, like, from last season to this season is so much is so much better, dog. It's so much better. But Armor I think 2- it should have been that way from... But the they have... It you gotta you gotta hold on you gotta give them something because it was the first time they ever did something like that. The first time, and they had a whole season to analyze uh, what was going on, get our feedback, and make it better. I, we're let's not go down that reverse train again. Let's not. It's a it's a terrible road that we all hate. It's it's just bad, and that's just it. But with anything with the things outside of Eververse. Other than some of the like the reskins and bullshit like that, it's like a lot of stuff where you definitely see that they're trying, and you definitely see that they are making changes. And you definitely see that they want to bring things back, but they have to bring it out in time because if they just throw it at us and it's trash, we're gonna hate it straight up, just just immediately hate it. But if they like, if we like it and it's good then it will be worth the wait. Like Vex like comparing Vex Offensive to Menagerie, uh like not Vex like comparing Vex Offensive to the new activity Sundial, which is like comparing literal trash to an actually decent activity. Something yeah. I'm fine with doing for the rest okay. of the season. Like an actual what feels like a boss fight. Not a raid boss fight. Of course it couldn't be a raid boss fight. Blueberries wouldn't know how to do that. But like the blueberries barely oh. know how to do public events. They really I, don't. I honestly really want raid matchmaking. I not I'd be afraid of games. It. Not guided games, but actual raid matchmaking. Like I live, eat, and breathe raids. It would be a dream for me just bringing so many people through raids. Like, it, that's the Sherpa in you, yeah. That's yeah. That back in uh, all the time. Yeah. That's, how, that's how I came across Kim for the first time. Uh, I'd, be a, I'd be afraid of it, to be honest with you, because, like, I think this is something we already talked about, Kat. I think some people just aren't built for it. Like, just straight up mentally aren't built for it. And like, we can, some people are, but some people aren't. They they have to want to learn, not just have that carry mentality where they just want ad clearing jobs. Like if if you really want to get into rating, learn every job, get out of your comfort zone. That's one thing you guys like. We would do that like in our old clients, like we'd teach everyone everything, but it was more so like sometimes it was just like you were doing the same thing because like. 
the better players. I don't know. It was almost like they didn't the better trust players you. Just took the, uh, but the better players took the harder jobs because jobs. they didn't think you could do it. You know, yeah. right? Whereas, and, it, and I, though it frustrates the hell out of me sometimes, we let people who don't know how to do something try it. Right. Yeah, and I, and I admit, Kim, at that at some point I was doing that, and like it is definitely I need a mentality. Cat definitely handed that to me when she had came to me about some people just like not being good at it, and it was so bad that it became this point of you can't have all these people like like they had the mentality that they could do it, but they didn't even know what they were doing. And I realized yeah. that's that creates a really big problem when you go into certain activities. Mm-hmm. But we've been talking for a very long time, a very long time. So I'm going to bring up one more subject that I think we can laugh about. Uh, one of our co-hosts accidentally, internet went out, so he may not be here when we end it, but we're still going to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk about Texas Man. There is a, a story going around. There is a story oh. going around. There is a Texas Man breaking into houses, tickling booties. Now. Not just booty cheeks, butthole. Booty holes. So let me ask you this, bro. <laughs> All right. So you chilling, right? You know I'm chilling. Saying? Straight chilling. Long day of work. You know what I'm saying? Long, stressful, stressful day of work. Okay? My butthole sweaty. Things like that. Yeah. You sore. You tired. You dirty. You say, fuck it. I'm going to go lay down and go to sleep. Take me a little nappy nap. If, mm-hmm. I, if I will. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. laying down. 15 minutes into your nappy nap and this nigga breaks into your house. Into my home? Where into I'm your, sleeping? Where you sleeping? In your bed. Just to tickle your booty hole. The fucking audacity. <sighs> Honestly, bro. I mean, like, how are you feeling, bro? I will fart on him, but he might like it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Straight oh, up. That's when what? you force everything in you. Like You're like, okay, it's a panic poop moment. <laughs> you just you just force that literal shit out onto that man. If I was holding, I don't. But think, the thing ahead. is, like, what if he was like just no, 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 no. What if he was like so messed up? He fucking grabs your literal shit and just shoves <laughs> it right back in. Like, oh no, bro. What if what if the nigga was forceful about it though? What if he was like. You gonna let me touch your just booty? Straight, no, just straight bum rush you before you can even react. You know what I'm saying? They still, you know, his finger in your bum hole, like and like it's tearing I, your yeah. butt hole. You oh, it's tearing. Yeah, because he's he, he forcing his hand in there. He's not touching on my prostate. Nah, bro, he ain't trying to figure out about your prostate. He just got the enjoyment of fingering your booty hole. So what if he accidentally finger your booty hole and he hit your prostate and then you moan? What do you do then? <laughs> <laughs> well, girls don't have that issue. Yeah, I guess it, just from my from my perspective, I guess I would have to um, reevaluate myself real quick. You, you, you moaning your dick tingle when your dick tingle. You gotta start oh my god! Oh, when, when, when the tip of your dick is tingling, like it's like spidey senses. You know it's, it means that you really like that shit for just Bro. that moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like. 
it's like being scared, you know what I'm saying? And then your yeah, ball kind of your ball kind of shrink real quick, but then your dick get hard. It's like shit. It's like, all right, well fear boner. You feel that, me? So now you gotta do that get out. Use that dude and get out. Use yeah. that dude to get that with a hard dick. <laughs> the black people looking at you like, what? <laughs> and then your auntie like side-eyeing you, winking at you. Like, you know what I'm oh. saying? And you forgot that you're wearing gray sweatpants. So oh, now you're Lord. out there. Uh, Not mask, even sweatpants. Me? It's basketball shorts, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if you just pull your pants up a little bit, your dick hanging out. And then you, your aunt, grandma like, why your dick hanging out? I'm scared, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> and now she's winking at you, too. Like. <laughs> oh, grandma, no. Come on, grandma. <laughs> Let me fix it real quick. Something jackass would do, you know, like when it, when he would, yeah. like he would dress up as the old man. <laughs> like I think it was Dave England, maybe doing it too. Oh god, and the floppy titties. Oh, I'm having war Dude, flashbacks, man. Uh, in in Bad Grandpa, he was fucking pretending to to hump a vending machine and got I his balls sucked. Yeah, he had his <laughs> in a vending machine, it's fucking like stretching that shit for miles. The movie. <laughs> and people were staring at him hard, dude. <laughs> like they didn't know what the fuck to do. <sighs> Bro, it's just I I can tell y'all this one story. Oh Lord! I can tell y'all this one story of being hard when I shouldn't have been. I was in middle school, right? <laughs> <laughs> so background for anyone who doesn't know, I used to go to a church middle school. Where basically, uh, it's like regular middle school, but the Bible is a is a school is a teaching lesson. Uh, ever since I went to church school, I am now atheist, and I have not looked back. So, one time, I don't remember why. <laughs> The only person who saw was my teacher, but uh, was your teacher a lady or a guy? It was a woman. Oh, <laughs> Lord. oh shit! She didn't tell nobody. So the she lady kind of just pulled me. The no, 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 no. Well, she was okay. a lady of the church. She was a lady you know of the saying? church because we were in we were in Bible class to be exactly specific. I'm not gonna tell her. I'm not gonna say her name because. I don't want her to one day listen to this and realize who was talking and then find me and then remind me of the situation even worse. But I was a young kid. Uh, I was puberty was just like really starting to go through. Dix was just now starting to get like hard and I understood what they meant. So I don't know why my dick got hard in the middle of Bible class while we reading the Bible. <laughs> you have the Lord in you, man. <laughs> So my dick heart and I'm trying to hide it and I'm like just shuffling around in my pants, like moving around. And she see me. She oh look my at god. Me. So she thought you jacking off out here. <laughs> no, she see me. She look at me and she gives me this like terrified look. Cause we should just be reading the Bible by ourselves. <laughs> and she looking yeah, at me sad. like the fuck is he doing? She looked at me, and then she just kind of looked away, and then class ended, and we all had now. She like, 
uh, Dad, could you please stay a little bit after class? And I'm like, fuck, fuck. So she pulled me, she pulled me Catholic down. Catholic teacher, uh, teak. Sorry. She, it's fine. <laughs> she pulled me after <laughs> class and she asked me, he's like, am I okay? Uh, <laughs> did, I, did I find the Bible that exciting? And I was like, no, I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, and I almost started crying there. She eventually let me leave. And I had, I just, I just wish I got another teacher. But ever since that day, even up to graduation of that school, um, she always looked at me different. And that was one of the main reasons I will never tell my, was one of the main reasons I begged my mother to send me to public school after that. It was like, it was like, I can't, because the school I would have went to is directly connected to my middle school if I went there in high school. And the only thing that separates them is a hallway. Oh, okay. So I would have still had to go meet with that teacher, maybe eventually for another Bible class. If. Oh my God, that was terrible. Anyway, back to dudes t- tickling booty holes. So it actually turns out that the story was fake. However, we still wanted to talk about it because it's just such a. Outrageous. Yeah. It's just uh, so outrageous. Um, We've been going on for a while, so I'm going to cut it off for now. Uh, I want everyone to give out their closing statement. Tell me how you felt about it today. And we will give our good night. Uh, Let me start with Kim. Closing statements. This ain't shit but tricks and hoes. (laughs) (laughs) The wisest words I've ever heard. Uh, let me hear from Cat, aka Catzilla, aka Cat the Cat Lady, aka Young Cat the Swag God. Uh, let me hear from you. If she breathes, ah oh, shit. Is she a hoe? <laughs> oh snap! No, like I'm kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Adopt. Don't shop, dude. Adopt. Don't shop. Damn, that's wild. Damn, that's. I know. That that that's true though. That's true. There's a a billion and one lonely animals out there. Don't I knew, don't go to I our breeder. A, I knew a bitch named Animal. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best drummer in all of the mother. She was, bro. She was. Oh she my was god. Was she an animal? She was an animal. Pooh, give me your closing statement, bro. Yo, man, look, I would like to uh, thank you all for having me on the the, the very first podcast. Um, it's it's been an honor and a pleasure. Um, uh, that's pretty much it. Thank God, for the real, for real, for the real, for real, for real, for the one time. You come across us in the world of destiny. Sorry, we called you a hoe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, not sorry. I teabagged jazz, but you kind of deserved. It. Yeah, if you teabag first, we we don't teabag yeah. first. We teabag second. Yeah. And then we tee back hard. We have a rule. Like, we will hunt you down. We once, all of us, the six of us, just straight up followed a man around a crucible (laughs) edge. Right. Didn't kill nothing, just all came at him. Yeah. (laughs) And we bagged the soul out of that man. And then invited him over for cookies afterwards. One dude literally, like, said one of my clan mates was trashed. And then, uh, and then she said, "All right, clan gambit match right now. My clan versus yours." And you know what? That bitch still ain't respond to this day. So, um, my closing statement: 
It has been a very interesting experience. It was the first podcast I've ever recorded. I'm glad I had my friends here with me to do it with me. Uh, yeah. My friends, I, damn does, near my family. Why does this family. feel like a graduation speech? It's not a graduation speech. Get yeah. me all in my feelings, dog. Like, I'm, I'm about to start crying. <laughs> I want to thank y'all class of 2019. <laughs> nah, class of 2012, man. Um, uh, love you. But <laughs> anyway, it has been a wonderful experience. I'm sad. With my wife that, like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Oh. I'm gonna finish. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. Grow rest please. Sleep. Rest asleep. <laughs> happy. I'm sad that happy. Uh, sad internet. internet internet blocked out. But hopefully we can get it back for another time. Um, it's been a wonderful experience. I'm glad damn near my family here to help yes, me out sir. yes sir gang gang uh, gang gang tsg tiny sparrow gang whole lot of gang down <laughs> son. fucking it, hold it down out here <laughs> but Hi. this has been a wonderful first and soon to be a second uh thank you for listening to the get killed or die trying podcast we're glad we had you here you guys have a great night you too buddy remember no, nah, I can't steal Matt Mercer's line. <laughs> FBI, open up. <laughs>